0: This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast on a Thursday in DC, of course it is the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from DC, hope you're doing well. As uh, hey, Nationals got a win finally against the Dodgers yesterday, and we've said it here for a couple weeks now. You know the Nats are going to win one out of these three. In every series they play, or one out of four, or how many they play, they're going to get one against their opponent. And they got one out of three against the Dodgers. And they are in action later on today against the Colorado Rockies. We'll preview that game. There's something fishy about this one. We'll explain. NBA playoffs continue. Gave out the Celtics last night, gave you a winner. Feel good about that. A couple nights ago, I did not give out a winner in Golden State. Uh, that was a big fat L. Maybe I liked it too much. Should have faded myself, but I rolled with Golden State for the sweep. That didn't happen. Now, Game 5 is later on tonight against the Mavericks. We will dissect die, uh, dissect, and uh, get into that matchup. I said this on Tuesday, and I'll reiterate tonight. If the Warriors do not win game four, you got to pound them tonight in game five. So I'm already giving away the tease. We'll get into the NBA playoffs as well. And some more Commanders chatter. Now, I don't know if it's the fans. I don't know if it's the media. We're falling hook, line, and sinker for nothing burgers. Um, but this stadium chatter is just, I'm already, I'm like, okay, just, uh For me, I don't care where the stadium's going to be because I'm never going to go to it. (laughs) And I don't care if they're winning or not. Could be in Woodbridge, could be in Loudoun County, could be in Landover. Trying to think the last time I went to a Washington football team game as a fan. And I'm not kidding. I think it was in the 90s, like 1999 or 2000. I think it was 1999 or 2000. I'm pretty sure about that um, as a fan. Now, as as a, as a member of the media, I think the last time I was at that stadium was probably 2018, 2017, something like that, uh, and then have not been back since because I didn't have to, and I don't want to. So we'll get into more Commanders chatter coming up here on the DC CityCast presented by a Bed River Sportsbook. But let's get into the Nationals because they were winners yesterday. One zip against the L.A. Dodgers. A nice showing by the home team. Eric Fetty was good. He's actually not a, a bad starting pitcher for the Nationals as they silence the Dodgers' bats. And the Nats get one out of three. They're now 15-30 on the year. They are 6-17 and 17 at home. And tonight they host the Colorado Rockies. Now, checking out Bet River Sportsbook, there's something very fishy about this line. I know that the Nationals are home. I know we know that their record's not very good at home. They're actually favored tonight, favored against the Rockies with the Patrick Corbin on the mound, still looking for his first victory of the year. The left-hander is 0-7, 6-6 era now he's opposed by Jermaine Marquez, who is one and four, a six one four ERA. So not the best pitching matchup in this one. And you might say, okay, both bad ERAs. What's the total? Should be nine or ten. No, it's not. It's only eight and a half at Bet River Sportsbook. So the total tonight, Nats-Rockies is eight and a half. Run line, Rockies plus one and a half is minus 220. Nationals minus one and a half is plus 170. So the Nationals are actually favored tonight. Can they make it two in a row? And this is where our little tentacles go up and say Patrick Corden's been Been terrible this year. He's 0-6. He's got a near 7 ERA. And yet the Nationals are a favorite tonight against the Rockies. And to that I say, I'm going to take the Nationals to make it two in a row. (laughs) We're going to be daring folk uh, tonight. And if this is their one out of the three or four game series that they're playing this weekend, so be it. But tonight's the night. Uh, Corbin, you know what? he has been for the most part pretty wretched but he has had stretches that he hasn't been terrible and let's just hope that tonight is not the night that he is terrible this starts a four game series um the nationals home record is is just glaring though 6 and 17 rockies are just 6 and 12 on the road um they've already played three times this year um I think, yeah, Nats took one of three in Colorado. Do you know the Rockies are the top team batting average in the NL at 263? Who knew? Uh last ten games, Nats three and seven. Outscored by thirty-five runs, five point nine ERA for the pitching staff. But the Rockies also three and seven in their last ten with a near five ERA. And that's another reason I, I like the uh the under in this one, eight and a half, because you're thinking it's gonna be uh a you know, lot of runs being scored because both pitchers' ERAs are high, so we'll go the other way. We'll fade ourselves on that. And I like the under 8.5 tonight. So we're taking the Nationals on the money line at minus 117 to make it two in a row. We're backing our guy Patrick Corbin. And we're going to take the under 8.5 tonight, 7.05 first pitch from Nationals Park. It looks like it's going to be a pretty decent night uh, for baseball out there uh, in Southeast D.C. The recipe for success for the Nationals, and we've chatted about it many times. Starting pitching has got to go deep, and that's what Skipper Davey Martinez said after the victory over the Dodgers yesterday. Skipper said, I've said it before, we got some we got we get some starting pitching, we get deep. Deep to me is where in the sixth inning or so when we get the lead, our bullpen can hold us down. So says Davey. Today was an example of that with a really good team. And a really good lineup when he's talking about the Los Angeles Dodgers. So that will be the formula tonight. Can Patrick Corbin go deep to like the sixth inning? And can the bullpen do their job? That's where we're going to f- cross our fingers and uh, hope for the best. Now, speaking of crossing our fingers, you, you saw our guy Steven Strasburg had a, a rehab start um, Tuesday And then on Wednesday, he said he felt his typical post-start soreness. He threw 61 pitches over two and two-thirds innings in Fredericksburg. Martinez said he assumes Strasburg will pitch in Fredericksburg for another rehab. The plan is for Strasburg to stay on a normal five-day schedule as he works his way back. My God. Works his way back. Um... Strasburg said, I'm not the one making the call when I'm pitching up here again, but I feel good. I'm gonna continue working on what I need to work on. They talk about focusing on the process that never changes as a pitcher. No matter if you're healthy from day one or coming back like I am, you just have to keep looking big picture and getting better every day. My God, it'll be I'll be it'll be something when this guy finally comes back to help the starting rotation. It's, it's very frustrating. And just just lighting money on fire. Just poof. what did he sign? Two hundred forty five million dollars. Well, that's another thing I want to get into. Uh <laughs> it's, it's Bradley Beale saying he's probably gonna sign that two hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Well, of course he is. Why would you take anything less? He could sign somewhere else for 180 million. You do the math. That's like a what seventy million dollar discrepancy. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. So we'll get into that uh, shortly here on the DC CityCast. We'll get the NBA playoffs next. Uh, there is uh, some games, a game tonight, and we'll recap our Boston victory. That was almost, that was almost too easy as so I gave out the Celtics on Tuesday. DC Cast rolls on, presented by Bett Rivers Sportsbook. i Frank Hand, Rand from Vison. Baseball is here, and Bed Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg, same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. Do me a favor, download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. In the news cycle that was yesterday, when it comes to the local NBA team, there is the obvious uh, uh, implications, not implications, what's the word I'm looking for? But it's obvious that Bradley Beal is going to sign that Supermax this summer, with the Washington Wizards, get uh, five years, $245 million, and in the process would become the highest paid player in the history of the NBA. Now, obviously, somebody's going to surpass him uh, You know, in the next six months to a year. Remember, I think Michael Finley was... Is it Michael Finley? No. Um, Michael, the guard from... Uh, The Utah Jazz. Michael Conley was the highest paid player in the NBA for a a short amount of time, which was so ridiculous, and everybody knew that he was not the best player, not even a top 10 NBA player. And that's the same thing with Bradley Beal. Nice kid. We all like Bradley Beal. Nice guy. Just doesn't have a killer uh, mentality when it comes to the league, and that's unfortunate. I don't know if he can acquire that or train for that and become an absolute killer. He is a good, if not great, NBA player okay he's a very good NBA player Uh, two years ago he was pumping in 30 points a game and then last year just took a nosedive for whatever reason his uh, leadership skills weren't there his talent was was a step down um, and yet he's going to get rewarded for that with a huge massive contract now again not mad at him Uh, I would do the same everybody would do the same but if you're the Wizards. What are you thinking by doing this? I'm being, uh, look, I'm being straight up with this on the question at hand. Why would you sign up to all this money? All these teams that are in the running for the NBA title. I even saw Joel Embiid say last night, "Ah, Miami needs another star. Needs another piece, even though he's sitting on the sidelines with, like, you could argue that Philadelphia needs another star. These teams that are knocking on the door of being NBA uh, contenders that are just falling a little short, like Dallas, like, uh, like Miami right now, Golden State has got the weapons. The Celtics probably could use another weapon too, but they've got two really elite scorers. If you're the Wizards, aren't you saying some of these teams could probably use a guy like Bradley Beal? It would be nice to have him still on the team, but not for the price that he's going to get. You do a sign and trade and you bring in a boatload of picks for your future. Because right now we're just spinning our wheels doing the same old thing. So let's say the Wizards do re-sign Bradley Beal to all that money. You got Chris Taps forcing us as your second best player, even though he's in the last year of his contract making $35 million a year. Like, what is the next step then if you keep Beal? What's the plan? What's the vision? The genius is that there is no vision, but they want to tell you that, hey, we really believe that Bradley Beal is an elite player in this league. Now, if they believe that, then you probably have the wrong people running your ship. Right? We've seen this movie before. And the other thing is, you sign him to this huge deal. You know in two or three years, it's just going to be this this colossal salary hanging over your head. It's not like he's been the most healthy player either. He missed the second half of the season with the wrist. Um. So see, uh, it's always a risk to sign somebody to that type of money, but I'm saying, if you are going to do that, you better have some amazing plan as to how to make your ball club an immediate contender. You're paying a guy 250 million dollars to be a 500 ball club. Like what? 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 Who? How? I'm no expert. But that doesn't make any sense. And it's not like there's this huge population going, Bradley Beal's overrated, he's not very good, he doesn't deserve the money. We all agree that Bradley Beal's a very good player. But does anyone outside of here think that he should be the highest paid player in the NBA? Because if he is, then he better play like it and show like it. And we've seen the last year and a half, two years, he's nowhere near that heap as being an elite player. I would say three years ago, he was on that path to like really being a dominant ball scorer. Keep in mind, he had some other good offensive players to take the load off of him. But when it comes down to him being the guy, he hasn't been able to live up to being the guy. If that makes sense. Like this last year was just, was, was bad. It was bad. There were games where he had clearly checked out. There were games where his, his, his body language sucked. He was averaging like 21, 22. I know he had COVID and that whole debacle at the start of the year about him questioning vaccines and all that crap. But Look, if he's going to get his money, that's fine. But you better have another idea of what you're going to do to help him. Because if you're just going to run it back with the usual suspects of Abdia and Rui and Kispert and uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope and, uh, you know, the usual support Zingus, Like, it's not going to happen for you, champ. You may be at best a 40 to 45 win team. Paying... Your guy, your man, $250 million. Like, that's just not a good return on your investment. Just not. So this offseason, they either better, if they do sign Beal, which they will, they better make some moves. Unload some of these guys like Rui or Kispert or Abdia and get some picks or something down the line in return they got to start building. And there was a, a guy the other day who wrote an article about, should the Wizards just rebuild, give up and rebuild? I'm like, what What, what have they been doing for 45 years? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, rebuilding what? There's been, never been anything, a, a scant ascent of being a champion in this town. So there's no rebuilding. It's just figuring out what we're going to do to be contenders. That's what it really is. And again, if I'm GM Tommy Shepard, I, if I, which I am, I'm going to sign Beal. Then we got to start figuring out, all right, who are we bringing in? Who are we getting rid of? What is our plan? God, I hope they have some idea. Because when you hear him say that they've got 15 guys that they really like for that number 10 spot, sheesh, I hope he's just, he's probably just doing political speak at this point, I hope. All right, so the teams that are where the Wizards someday may be, uh are playing tonight in the West. It is Dallas taking on Golden State. We'll get to that in just a second, but I do want to re, uh, recap the Celtics and the uh, Miami Heat last night. I think I gave out the Celtics when it was minus one and a half, believe by tip at Bed River Sportsbook. had a balloon to minus three, three and a half, uh, depending on what time you wagered on the game. And I was a big-time... Um, Proponent of the Celtics last night, early going. I was like, "Oh my God, they're just not engaged, not focused." Uh, but as as you saw, they came out after halftime and and just blew the doors off the Heat. That was a nice halftime regroup session by the Celtics. And for the Heat, they are just teetering on faltering really quick, and a lot of it has to do with the health of Jimmy Butler, who is clearly hobbled by that knee. Doesn't even look like himself. I counted four straight possessions with Jimmy Butler shooting the ball, and three of his shots were air balls. Yeah, that's not good. He was four of 18 from the field, just 13 points. Only had two guys in double figures. Adebayo had 18 points. Uh, Vincent came off the bench with 15 and Duncan Robinson, the $90 million man had 11 points The firepower is just not there for the heat. And it dropped off a cliff quickly, uh, ever since early on in the series. And ever since Butler and hero went out, I'm telling you the heat without hero, that's a huge, a huge blow to that squad. So if he can't come back for game number uh, six, clearly this series is going to be over. But uh, Tatum had 22. Brown continues to shoot the ball well from three-point range. Five of nine. Jalen Brown, fantastic. Uh, He had 25 points. It was not the prettiest. It was an awful first half. But the second half, they scored 32 points in the third, 24 in the fourth. And the Celtics pull away for the 93-80 victory. And now they're on the doorstep of getting back to the NBA Finals. For the first time, I think, what, in 16 years they were in the Finals? Is that right? When they won it? Was that the last time? No, no, 2010, I think. So 12 years when they lost to the Lakers. Uh, And checking out Bet River Sportsbook. Tomorrow night's spread. Celtics to close it out against the Miami Heat. Minus (laughs) 8.5. Money line, Celtics minus 400. Heat at plus 310 total tomorrow. It keeps creeping down to 201. I still like the under uh, at 201 points. And again, that depends on the health of the uh, Miami Heat and Tyler Hero because they're missing his offensive punch. There's absolutely no question about it. And then with with Butler hobbled, uh, Kyle Lowry can't do anything now offensively. This looks and shapes out to be a Celtics victory uh, tomorrow night at minus eight and a half. We'll get into that game, obviously, in more detail tomorrow. But my early thinking here is, yes, it is a big number. But I think the Celtics will close out at home and close out in a big way uh, come tomorrow night. But that is just me. Uh, By the way, this series market now, if you want to take the heat to win it, is at plus 750. (laughs) Plus 750. Celtics at minus 1250. There's no way the Celtics don't win this series, right? But that may be too much of a risk. Uh, so we'll get into that game tomorrow, but right now my lean for tomorrow night's game is the Celtics firing on all cylinders. And the impressive part about it is, even after they're stinking up the joint in the first half like they did last night, they relaxed, they recovered, and then they came out and played their style in the second half and just blew the doors off the Boston cell. Excuse me, off the Miami Heat. So Celtics up three games to two in the series. Game number six, possible closeout, uh, is tomorrow night. Now this evening. I thought it was going to be a sweep the other night. Golden State hosting the Dallas Mavericks at Bed River Sportsbook. Golden State is minus seven. On the money line, Golden State is minus 305. Mavericks plus 245 total tonight, 215. And a half. The Warriors have won 10 straight home games. 10 straight. (laughs) Hmm. Last time uh, Golden State was in a closeout spot, it was against Memphis. And they were like, favored by eight, eight and a half. And if you recall, Memphis was up most of the game. It was tight. And then in closing time, it was uh, Steph Curry and company winning that game by, I believe, 12. So I think it's going to be the same thing. I think Dallas, it, not they're not happy with not getting swept. But this is going to be an absolute... Um, yeah, this is going to be a real tough spot for um, for Dallas to get anything done. I'll take Golden State minus the number minus the seven tonight, and the the total ah, two fifteen and a half. I I think this could be, I think this could you know be a one twenty one oh six type game. So I'll go over the total for the first time in a while. I'll take Golden State and the uh, total. Now, it was very disappointing on, uh, what was it, Tuesday, that Golden State did not close out. I was so hellbent on taking Golden State. love how my, my lawn guy's here. It's early, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I love Golden State too much. Now, the good thing about tonight is I'm not in love with Golden State covering the spread. That may actually be good for us. Boy, I love Golden State to sweep the other night. I was like, "Oh, this thing is over. There's no way Dallas can recover." And then we saw a, a nice recovery by the Dallas Mavericks to win game number f- uh, 4. Uh, speaking of series markets, the Mavericks are now plus 1650. And um and then the uh Warriors are minus 10,000. <laughs> Jeez, Louise! Golden State's going to win the series. It's just, can they close it out tonight? That's a big question, right? And did you see, I love uh, James Worthy Lakers. Great. Did you see his tweet about the current state of the NBA? He said, all they do is practice threes, get tattoos, and tweet. <laughs> that's my... <laughs> By the way, we talked about this, too. Speaking of threes, man. Holy God. Uh, that's all Dallas does. They hit what... Um, in their game on Tuesday, let's see here. They hit, uh, yeah, they they hit twenty of forty three. So they shot forty six percent from threes. If they hit threes, they're in it. If they don't, they're in a load of trouble. Guy like Bullock hit six of ten, had eighteen points. He had zero points in game three, right? Finny Smith hit four of seven. Again, that's how they're going to survive and cover the line tonight if they can. I doubt that happens. So again, we're going with Golden State tonight minus. The uh seven points. All they do is shoot threes, tweet, and get tattoos. I love it from James Worthy legend. Uh so just to recap, NBA, Golden State, minus seven, taking the over to 15 and a half. And right now, the early lean is the Celtics minus eight and a half to close out tomorrow night. All right, when we return here on the DC City cast, we'll close out with some thoughts on the commanders, the the constant. Stadium chatter. We'll do that next. DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sports Book. I'm Frank Handran from Visa. Bet Rivers Sports Book is offering new customers a deposit match up to two hundred and fifty dollars when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 888 532 3500. All right, so the uh, Commanders OTAs continue. Who's in, who's out, who doesn't care? I don't care. It's unfortunate these become stories and then fans get upset about one guy leaving early from OTAs and one guy not being there. Again, they're voluntary. Um, it is not up to the uh, player to, um, it is up to the player to be there or not coaching staff had said some stuff about, Oh, last year we struggled cause guys didn't show up for these voluntary, um, practices. They're voluntary. So I'm, I'm not getting my, you know, what's in a, in a, um, in a bundle, but it is interesting to see how these voluntary practices are covered. And uh, it's a slow it's a slow uh, news cycle in sports. So they're trying to get people riled up by saying so-and-so's not there and who's leaving early and who cares, man. Just, you know, we'll worry about that stuff in July. Training camp. It's a lot of time before the regular season starts. And there is a lot of time to continue to recycle these stories about the stadium. And uh, holy moly. It's like and I I saw that one of the Virginia state senators uh, is like, yeah, we're not backing um, a stadium for the commanders here in, in the great state of Virginia. And of course, they shouldn't because they're not a good team and they're not run by a good owner. Why would you want to go into business with a franchise like the Washington commanders until they get their their house in order? Uh, it's not a big deal, but we continue to fall for this. Like every channel I'm watching in local news, I'm like, is is this, a, is? I guess this is a big deal. I mean, we're talking about it right now, but does the average fan, and I do notice on social media that there is, there's a reaction when it comes to the story about a new stadium. But it's not like any of us are going to the current stadium anyways, because the team stinks. Like, would you go to a new stadium just because to check out the new stadium? Because the commanders are playing? Was, I mean, if they're in Woodbridge, there's no way in hell. If they're in Loudoun County, no way in hell. Even in Landover, no way in hell. Even if the stadium was in D.C. I don't know. <laughs> those That parking and those those tickets better be free. Like, they don't. It's just me. Look. Look. I know, I know what you're thinking, but I grew up in D.C. I rooted for the home team, was one of those kids, knew every player, watched every game. And in the last 25, 30 years, we all know what's happened. And even with the name change and logo change, there is very little buzz about this team. So it makes it all the more interesting when these stadium stories come out. uh, like, Like, until we hear this is where they're going to move, then I think it's a bigger story. But for right now, when it's these four, five, six different plots of land that they could be going to, I don't know what the big brouhaha is all about. I don't know. I don't know. could be just me. But I'm waiting for them to say, you know what? When this lease is up in 2028, we'll be playing in this spot. And I'm going to say it's not going to be DC because DC is not going to give them any funded taxpayer money. So that's out the window. They're going to go for their best sweetheart deal. That's it. Whoever gives them their best deal. But again... Good for Chap Peterson, or whoever the the senator is from Virginia, saying, we don't want to do business with this ball club. Now, you know what they got to do, obviously. Coach Ron's even talked about it. Got to win some games. Got to change the narrative. Got to change the look. Got to change the reputation. And maybe that will help them down the line. But until that John Hancock is on that bottom line, who cares? Woodbridge, who cares? Loudon, who cares? Landover, who cares? I just... Just had to say my piece on that. As a consumer, I'm just done with it already. Done with it. And it better have a, a retractable roof. And they better pay for all of it. Now that we're on that subject of who's going to pay for it. Like, yeah, just pay for it yourself, bro. My God. Anyway, let's recap what we're going to do. Hey, Nationals tonight. We're going to take the Nationals. Yes, we're going to be brave souls. Patrick Corbin is going to uh, get a victory finally. He's 0 6. He is on the major do theory tonight against the Rockies and the Nats. I don't, when's the last time they won back to back games? It's been a while. Maybe they've done it once or twice this year, which is pretty darn pathetic. So I say they defend home field tonight and get a victory against the Colorado Rockies behind Patrick Corbin. And uh, you know what? I want to see if... Uh, let's let's look at um, what we can do with Patrick Corbin. And maybe... Uh, I'm going to say he goes far into the uh, game at Bed River Sportsbook. Let's do the uh, pitching matchup. Uh, let's see... Pitcher props. Corbin, over four and a half strikeouts, minus 107. Under four and a half strikeouts, minus 125. I'm going to take Patrick Corbin going over four and a half strikeouts because if the Nats are going to win tonight like I think, he's got to be sharp. So we'll take over four and a half strikeouts at minus 107 tonight. All right. So the Nationals, man, that is our play tonight. Money line, minus 117 at Bed River Sportsbook. As far as the NBA tonight, we're looking at Golden State to close this bad boy out at minus 7. And uh, I'm trying to see if there's any, uh, I mean, there's 300 possible ways to bet on this. Um, I wonder what Steph Curry's uh, over-under is tonight it is where, where are you Steph Curry he is over 27 and a half minus 113 under is minus 113 now you will get a kick out of this former uh, wizard Davis Bertans is over under for point score tonight you want to take a guess at it <laughs> it's three and a half <laughs> I mean this guy what a thief and that's going to be a good sweat Three and a half for Davis Bertans, man. For Doncic, he's got a score. It's 34 and a half. So embarrassing. Like, the guy makes $80 million. He makes $17 million a year. And literally, if he scores a bucket, you're like, oh, okay. Wow. That's great. How about that? Davis Bertans. Amazing. So, uh, <laughs> are you getting. Gonna- be the brave soul and take over three and a half points for Davis Bertans my God uh, you know I'll take I'll take over Luka Doncic's 34 and a half like he's if they're gonna have any shot so those those will be my NBA place tonight Golden State Luka Doncic's over 34 and a half I'll take Davis Bertans under three and a half at bed sportsbook <laughs> and uh, tomorrow night we got uh, Boston we're gonna lean towards the uh, Celtics and minus eight and a half to close out. And we are on a, uh, what is it? A something path? A collision course. That's what they say. We're on a collision course for the Celtics and the uh, Golden State Warriors. And, uh, oh, I forgot to mention the, um, the odds for the Golden State Warriors to win the title now at minus 152. So they are the overwhelming favorite. Celtics plus 125, Heat plus 2000, and the Mavericks in the back, at plus 4,000. All right, do me a favor. I want you to subscribe and uh, download this podcast, and please give me a follow at jfrankhandran on Twitter, at Live at betrivers. We will chat again tomorrow. Let's have a good night on the diamond. Again, to recap, we're taking the Nationals. We're taking Patrick Corbin over 4.5 strikeouts. We're taking Golden State. We're taking over the points for Luka Doncic, and we're taking under the points for for Davus Bertans, we will talk to you uh, tomorrow as we get closer to the weekend. This has been the DC City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handran from Vincennes. <S-C>.